Welcome to another episode of the Written to Speak podcast. It's me, Tanner, and I'm just happy to be here. And this is episode 26, the episode where Taylor and I continue to figure out this whole podcasting thing. Like many of the conversations I tend to have, this one is all over the place. However, we have some ideas up our sleeves and are looking forward to sharing them with you. And I hope you're looking forward to it as well. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a future episode. And what I'm about to tell you is going to make more sense once you listen to this episode, but the following recording, I did 30 push-ups. That's right, 30. I know, no big deal. Don't have to clap. Don't have to clap, but you, but you can send me a trophy if you would like. That'd be fantastic. Anyways, here is episode 26. How close are you to your microphone? Like, I would say about three inches, three inches away. Wow, you're like right there. Yeah, it's true because I feel like I'm just shouting. I also have on noise-canceling headphones. Right. So yeah, use, use those bad boys. I've got some. I've got some like... pretty good Audio Technica ones, but they're not. They're not um, noise-canceling. Well, that does it for our segment on headphones. <laughs> Nailed it. If you could have any any sponsor for the podcast, and when I say sponsor, I mean like you get you get benefits, like yeah, you get yeah. something free for talking about it. Mm. Who would you want to have as a sponsor for the Written to Speak podcast? Yeah, wow, that's that's a good question. That's laying it right right on down there. I think that. I mean, we've talked about Canva a lot, and so just, like, receiving their services Canva without can. having to pay for them would be great, because um, Canva can. Now, we that's only, that's only like, that. $12.99 a month. That's true. Maybe. That's true. Yeah, I did this some... This podcast is brought to you by Canva. <laughs> I, I did some, like... Yeah, the annual one where it like technically knocks off the price, but you feel that like it's like $119 all at once. And you're like, Ooh, Oh yeah. Felt that. That was, that's a commitment. Um, so a couple episodes ago, we ran through some questions from our friend named grace. Yes, we did. And, um, after the podcast is out, I sent her a message or, or maybe she sent me one first and I was just saying, Hey, the podcast is out. It's done. And she, basically was like yeah i already know how to do graphic design so no worries there and i was like oh, if i could turn back time cool cool brag cool brag grace i mean I, we, <laughs> got it nailed think, down not even a concern okay i think there's a couple of sponsors that i would like yeah um and i think we're we're over the age of 21 i would be really pumped if like a a distillery was like hey I want to sponsor your podcast, <laughs> right? And so, like, I mean, it's just okay. A little bit of a little bit of free whiskey because that stuff gets expensive. Either that, or even like a furniture company, where they're like, "We're yeah. sending you a mattress. We're sending hey, you seriously, a bed. Though. We're sending, we're sending you a couch. Do you need a chair? I've got a chair for you." Um, and then, my obvious, I mean, obviously, I would love to be sponsored by the NBA or the mm. Orlando Magic or the Jordan brand. And they're <laughs> yeah. just like, "Here, we're sending you. We're sending you sweatpants." Because yeah. truthfully, all I really, like, if somebody sends you, like, no one gets mad when you send somebody a pair of, like, sweatpants. Yeah. Right? Especially if or they're like a sweatshirt. Well 
Yeah. Oh well, if it's ill-fitting, no one's no one wants that. Thanks for the errand. Have you ever thought that when somebody gets you a, like a gift and you're like, now I, like you got me an errand? Yeah. Like I have to return this, or I have to find a way to like morally throw this out, right? Or give it away, or like it's just. I don't know. Can we just do gift cards next time? Yeah, seriously. Amazon gift cards are like 10 bucks a pop. Yeah. Come on, man. It's it's like giving you money but to a specific place. That we're just I mean, here's the thing. If we're just going giving people straight money, I feel like we should just be like, you know what? Maybe the holiday should just be about spending time together and we don't get each other anything. Yeah. Cuz the gift card is either the best gift with zero thought or <laughs> The worst gift with like no thought. <laughs> I don't know. I do feel like there's a there's a there's a comedic bit in this conversation somewhere. Yeah, there is. I don't I don't have a pulse on it right now, which is just terrible for podcasts because <laughs> you're on the spot. I I will say though, in defense of the gift card, I sometimes like the gift card because it's just often it's just fun money. Because if mm-hmm. I can only spend this thing at Target, well. Then I'm I I'm forced into that, and so I'm not gonna get like you know groceries. I'm not doing that. Right. I'm not you know I I'm not putting this money away. I can't put this money away. So have you gotten have you gotten the gift card that's actually an errand though, where it's like (laughs) (laughs) I don't know like you get you get a gift card to some conspicuous coffee shop or fast food restaurant. Which yeah. is great, but then you're like, like I'm really thankful for this, but like, you know, Steak and Shake is really out of my way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and dairy upsets my stomach. Yep, and I used to work there, so I don't want to go back. But I, I mean, I, I appreciate the gesture. I, I see where you, where this is coming from. However, maybe I'm just really bad at receiving gifts. I don't know. Um, <laughs> well, but that's. I, just, I will say I understand. You know what I'm talking about though. Yeah, oh, no. Like, exactly. it's like, oh, this is great. Actually, it's really not, but this is really great. <laughs> it's really not, and I can't even act like it is. And I, I really understood that when I lived in Montevideo, Minnesota, because in a town of 5,000, give me a gift card. There's none of those places in my town. So Oh, I'm I, going to Caribou. Actually, I'm not, because it's 45 minutes away. It's <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, you've given me a journey. And and the way it always goes is like I put, stick it in my wallet. It's there for like four yep. months. I end up going to the place that has the place for the gift card and forget that it's in my wallet every time. Mm-hmm. Yep. So not only are they getting you an inconvenienced errand, they're also giving you an opportunity to mess up. Yes. Yep. And then be like, oh, man, I was there. <laughs> I was there literally there and this this kind of open weeping moment of like i could have could have had free food and by this point everybody has shut off this podcast because they're like these guys (laughs) Um, four and a half minutes about gift cards complaining about gift cards about receiving a gift how how arrogant must we be (laughs) yeah yeah, and uh, you can send your gift to cards that, to I say, your di- quite quite privileged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah if you <laughs> don't want your gift definition. cards anymore, you can send them send it to us. I'd love yeah, it. send all of your digital I, gift cards to 
written to speak at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. Written to speak at gmail.com. We'll <laughs> gladly use those. <laughs> but I mean, there have been some gift cards I've gotten. I'm like, this is awesome. And yes. that gift card has been mentioned. We should just be sponsored by Amazon. Mm-hmm. Oh, Amazon. Jeff Bezos. Come on, man. Most. Which, by least... the way, I, I saw yeah. a video, and this is it's always great on a podcast to, to, to do like a retelling of a video or a meme or something like that. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. I saw this video of, <laughs> of Jeff Bezos, and he, it, he, he was in some sort of contraption like Doc Ock from Spider Man. Oh, where yeah. He had, his, he had two hands, he had his hands in gloves, but okay. on his shoulders were two like robotic arms. That Whoa. were like two times the size of his arms, and they were moving as if they were his hands. So the movements that Whoa. his hands were doing were what the uh, robotic arms were doing. Yeah. And I gotta tell you, man, like the end times has never felt more close. <laughs> well, I mean, throughout this whole entire year, it's been like I think it's I think Jesus is returning today, and it still hasn't yet. But when I saw that video, I was like, man, like. Either Jesus is returning soon or, like, robots are for sure going to take over. Yeah. Yep. You know, I don't know where I would place my money, like, on Jesus returning first or on the robots. But, like, either way, man. Either way. I wouldn't be surprised if either happened in 2020. Oh, absolutely. This is the year for it. Well, and, like, I'm going to get a little bit nerdy real quick, so just buckle up for a second. Um, Elon Musk... SpaceX guy, Tesla guy, PayPal guy. Um, yeah, I just texted him, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 totally. Uh, uh, he he believes, along with like a number of people, that um, there've been too, there's been too much like meddling in unfettered uh, like creation of artificial intelligence and like utilization of artificial intelligence to the point that we're like past the point of no return. And there's like a super artificial intelligence that's just kind of like biding its time to wake up and like have basically unlimited power over the world. And he's cre- in anticipation of this, he's created a microchip that would help the human race join this thing because he's like, basically, we have the option to beat it or join it. And I, for one, Speaking for Elon Musk here, not myself, he says, I, for one, would rather join it. So, sleep well, everybody, this evening. I have not heard about this. <laughs> I have not heard about that. Isn't that just fascinating? Like, there's just so much that we don't know. Yeah. And I'm so glad that we do not know. Because, I, I mean, it, I feel like if I knew the secrets of the world, I would not sleep at night. No. No, you wouldn't I sleep also, at night. I also wouldn't be writing poetry. I'd be like doing push-ups all day, getting ready for whatever is on attack. Yeah. Uh, not that not that push-ups are going to help me, but right, they might. Who who knows? Uh, how many push-ups can you do? Like, <laughs> if, like somebody says, "Hey, do push-ups." Like, what number do you stop? Yeah. Um. Well, here's the thing. I, since... tell, us, tell us the thing. <laughs> here's the thing, Tanner. I'm going to tell you the thing. Um. Maybe you experienced this, but like the little while after being married, you just gain, you only gain weight. Um, yes. So I'm in the middle That's of that. That's what marriage is for. Yes. Uh, it's been a minute since I've done some push-ups. <laughs> uh, okay, because here, I'll tell you my answer because it's not fair. 
Yeah. Because you're you probably can do this many, and if not, then this is going to make you feel bad because it's not a high number. I think I can do about twelve and a half before I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm good. You know, I'm good. <laughs> and then I'm. Like, I got to stretch out my back now. I've got to roll out some things. I need to <laughs> yeah. say a prayer. I'm going to ice. I don't even know what parts. Uh, yeah. Because I feel like I used my entire body to do a push up. There's a lot of I've pulling started... going on. Yeah. That's. <laughs> yes. Uh, are you Are you about about there too? About 12 and a half? Um, I... if, you say, if you say more, I. <laughs> I'm just set up for failure here. Um, cause if I say less than 12 and a half, uh, yeah. there makes you look like a weenie. Yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of, there's not a lot of respect that comes from sub 12 and a half. Um, nope. but I, 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 from what I can gather like six weeks ago, no, I think I have worked, I have worked out a couple times since then, but right. I'm at a probably before I just like completely start shaking and falling apart. Probably in the neighborhood of like thirty or a little bit Oof. or like two more than that, which is thirty two. I need to for start, those of you I need to start doing home. more. <laughs> Afterwards I'm gonna after this podcast, I'm gonna do as many as I can and I'll text you and I'll let you know. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll do the same. Well, uh, I, I think I think we owe it to the listener. Um yeah. <laughs> to explain to them the point of this podcast and what we were doing before this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, right before we recorded and we sat down together, ball apart, because uh, you're in Minnesota and I'm in Tennessee. I'm in, and I'm in Iowa. And we talked about... I'm in Iowa. Oh, that's right. You're in so, Iowa. Sorry, uh, Yeah. Well, you know, basically the same place. Yeah. <laughs> if we're being honest. And everyone in Minnesota is like... Not even close, and everyone in Iowa was like, "You can, you can rope us in with Minnesota. That would be very nice." Yeah, we we like we appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, um, but we sat down and we kind of talked about, okay, what do we want this podcast to be? Mm-hmm. And uh, we like overall the 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 written to speak podcast two point oh three point oh whatever point oh we're on now, right? As as Taylor has joined uh, the cast of. Well, me. Uh, <laughs> but we've been talking. It's like, well, we just want to do, you know, episodes kind of about this topic and then have like uh, two two little things where we talk about what we've Googled recently and we'll get to that soon. Yes. And then uh, we'll answer a question uh, sent in by the listener. Yes. And then as we kind of mapped out the next several episodes, we talked about, okay, well, what do we want to talk about today? And uh all I said was, Taylor, let's just ask each other what do you want to talk about yep. and see where that goes. Yep, I like and that. that's that's why uh, for the last 10, 15 minutes or so, we've really <laughs> talked about nothing because we haven't had anything. Yeah. We don't have a topic for today. It's been and really I wish I could be Seinfeldian. Like, it has been Seinfeldian. Uh, maybe maybe that's a good place for us to start. Maybe Maybe we should rank some tv shows oh um, i love it i love it i actually I think let's let's I, go back and forth yep how about that that sounds great we'll i actually top five weirdly i like i was kind of hoping you would take it that direction even though i was like there's no everybody talks about tv shows but i still want to talk yeah. about tv shows and then you well, said here's that, the thing so here and, we are and i'm and i'm recently learning to admit this yeah and i think it's important to I mean, just got to speak the truth sometimes. I love TV. Yeah, yeah. Like I, like I, 
and there have been moments in my life where I'm like, this, you should have gone into television. Not to be on the screen. I don't think that would have gone well, but to like to be a writer. Um, oh, yeah. And so I think, I think we need to kind of, um, we're going to pause this podcast. Yep. We're going to take a few minutes and we're going to write down our top TV shows. And then we're going to go, we're going to go one after another. I'm just going to lay it out for us, right? Yeah. We're going to go one after another. We're going to say our favorite TV show, and we're going to see how many we come up on the same thing. Nice. So here is a quick commercial break. All right, Taylor. Yep. You had a couple of minutes. I had. Let's go back and forth here. I have minutes. I have a top. Do you want to start start with your number one? Ooh, that's bold. What's your? Yeah. Do we, or we, do we start with? How many do you have on your top list? Because I have like six. I had. I have. I have five. I. You have five. Feel like it. It was way more difficult than I was anticipating, and probably should be. Than it is justifiable. <laughs> you know, I I really needed about a week of research. Yeah. That's rather what I than the realizing. three minutes that we gave each other. So yeah. you all go, right, you go me, first. You go ahead. All right, with my my fifth, my top five, yep. my number five, working our way down to our number one. Yes. Which I have a feeling our number one might be the same. But our number five, I'm going to go with New Girl. Okay. I got number into five. it during quarantine. Watched all the way through. It's fantastic. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. What's your number F- five? Funny show. Funny um, show. Is funny it a, show is it a top sure. five show? I don't know. I needed more than three minutes. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Well, and I think it's important because we talked about this off air, if we want to even call it that. I feel like it's a weird way to describe it. But wait, this is this is our favorite five, not the shows that we're making an argument to be like the best, like the top five TV shows of all time. Oh, I am not. I am no. I am not a critic by any means. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I just I feel like that's important to mention in case people are like. God, that's the worst choices I've ever heard in my entire and life. Everybody, settle down. We're I not welcome. We're not trying to convince I you. I welcome your hate mail. I welcome your hate mail. <laughs> fill fill up the inbox. It'll give us more questions Please. to to navigate in future episodes. Yeah. All right, what do you got? <laughs> okay, so my number five, and this one made the top five because I I grew up with this show and this was um, a favorite of my family's around New Year uh, New Year's time frame because there would always be these marathons right around this time but the Twilight Zone the original Twilight Zone Ooh, I like it and by when I say I like it I mean I've never seen an episode but I've heard great things <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's 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 there's a lot of tackiness to it because of just the era that it, it you know it spans like fifties sixties time frame and there's just a lot of great overacting, but I think I just have good good family memories around the holidays with with the Twilight Zone, and some of them genuinely are like because it was back when TV was like and here's the heavy handed moral at the end of the episode. Uh, and every every show really needs that. Yeah, it's true. Every successful if I learned anything from the 
seven top 100 lists that I just read in our time. It's that TV needs that good heavy-handed, here's the moral of the story at the end of every episode. But some of them like actually hit, and I was like, ooh, wow, I, I felt that one. While, while putting this list together, I know that I'm forgetting something. Yep. But also, <laughs> yep. my my number four yeah. is a show that I'm not even done watching. Oh. But I have been going through like crazy. And this was not yeah. my like... You know how some people have been like, oh yeah, this is my quarantine show. First of all, you're a liar. You've had multiple shows. So don't <laughs> tell me that you've had a quarantine show. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm on my 12th, probably. Um, I do one push-up for every show that I've watched completely through. Um, and <laughs> so right now, right now, like, I just started season four of The West Wing. Oh, yeah. You've been telling me about that. I can't stop watching this show. I just I enjoy it. Yeah. so much i am learning so much i am googling so many things while i watch the show <laughs> the theme song gives me chills every single time i listen to it and i've got a small crush on brad or brad uh, wait what's his name rob Lowe. oh sure yeah yeah well you know obviously him too right but uh <laughs> small crush on, but i mean this show just like i'm just i'm really into it um so i'm gonna go west wing number four nice what do you got Number four, this there's an I have another similar explanation to why this made my top five as my number five Twilight Zone. Number four, I put the Andy Griffith Show. <laughs> Which, okay, all right, I'm not even gonna. I don't even want you to. I don't even want to hear why you why. But actually, <laughs> no, I grew up with this show, man. I just like watching. What are you seventy? Watching it over and over, like so. My family, I feel like I gotta justify myself. Uh, my family, I we, think you do. We had like before it, like it was cool to buy like entire seasons of TV shows. Um, yeah, I feel like somebody in our extended family got us a DVD with like the same seven collection of seven episodes uh, from throughout the Andy Griffith Show because. Back in the day, we just did not know how to compile episodes of things in any order that made mm-hmm. sense. And so it was just like an episode from this season, an episode from this season. But I just watched those same like seven episodes over and over and over again. And uh, I don't know. feels like home, man. feels like home. You know what? I'm not, I can't say anything bad about that. And I that's... mean, I already did, but I won't say anything <laughs> You did. <laughs> that's another, also another show from that era heavy-handed moral every single time and it's like and with the andy griffith show it was always like and that's why you don't oh man i had a good example that's why you don't mouth off to adults it was that one you know it was like <laughs> like little opie There's... little ron howard just like whimpering in a corner uh this show did not make my list but i wanted to put it on there yeah, uh, but Arrested Development does that sometimes, you know. Yeah, so like, that's yeah, true. You don't do that, or you'll lose, or you'll lose your arm, you know. <laughs> Just, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, yeah. number three on my list. So I've had uh, New Girl. Yep. The West Wing. Yep. I'm gonna go Parks and Rec at three. Ho ho ho! What a tangled web we weave. 
What'd you put for three? I don't think I don't think I need to explain why Parks yeah. and Rec is number three after I give my first two choices. Yeah. So what'd you go with on three? I also put Parks and Rec. It's see that's this is it's a great show. Yep. It's not in my IMO, in my opinion, it's not the greatest show. Yeah. But it's one of those things where it's like if I see like three minutes of an episode, yeah, I'm gonna watch that season <laughs> several days because um, I'm just like I just love it. Yeah, uh, and the character development in that show is fantastic. Yes, the rise, the rise of Andy Dwyer, the rise is of Andy phenomenal. <laughs> uh, Rob Lowe is in it. Okay, yep, and it's just it's just a really great cast, and it's the the. Uh, the improvisation is is spot on. Yeah. Um, all right. My number two. Yep. Is Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Breaking okay. Bad is number two. And this isn't like a for me. I usually don't gravitate towards these types of shows. Yeah, you don't. But there was something. There was something about this one. Where I was just like, I was very invested in it. Yep. And. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't need to say any more about it. It's a great show, and it won. A, I mean, it run a bunch of awards. So, I mean, obviously, I have. Um, you know, my shows are top notch, no matter what. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I I can remember watching it, and I watched it down while I lived in when we lived in Austin. Yeah. And this the storyline was extremely captivating, and uh, the rise and fall of the characters, and how they kind of like intersected and cross paths, and one started at the bottom, and then one started at the top, and they just kind of like slowly went in opposite directions while moving forward together yeah i don't know it was it was a brilliant show it was well done uh that's my number two and honestly if you ask me tomorrow it could be my number six so that's also <laughs> how i feel about it yeah i like I, I, that was the show that i thought of last minute and i was like oh that's right you really like that show okay, number two <laughs> yeah i i tried i tried breaking bad and it just felt like I was getting punched in the stomach repeatedly every time I would watch the show. And that, like, I guess, I think that just wore on me. And I was like, I, I, I'm tired of getting punched in the stomach. <laughs> well, hey, take it from a guy who can do 12 and a half push-ups. Push-ups. Uh, it toughens you up. You got to watch it. Uh, what'd you get for, what do you have for number two? Number two, and... You're. I already know you're not gonna like this because you were anticipate, and I know I know what you were thinking. I I almost said something when you said I think we could have the same number one, and I was like I know we don't have the same number one, and you're gonna disagree with this, and that's I'm okay with. Yeah. It. I've already made peace with that because this is I'm not I'm not trying to make an argument as we've already established. I'm not. Well, I'm not trying we also to ma- know that I'm terrible at arguing. Okay, so tell me that the office is not your number one. The Office is my number two. <laughs> you know what? That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think, and just going back to Parks and Rec for a second, this is how I've always described it to people. Um, I think when Parks and Rec, why it's, I think it will remain one of my favorites, even if I never watch it again, is when I laugh at Parks and Rec, I laugh hysterically at Parks and Rec. I like mm. it gets me. And then with The Office, The Office is hilarious also, but it's just a more complete show. Yeah. 
and that's where that's where I would draw the line between those. And I that's why for me the office ranks ranks higher, but it's not my number one. And I'm not going because I'm not approaching this like a critic as the first well, my what is five and four should have should have given people uh kind of a heads up for that that uh this is not a critical critical decision all right well the office is my number one taylor what's yours um oh man i was i we we were talking about honorable mentions earlier i knew that i knew that you were going office number one do you do you have a, like a couple honorable mentions i have several honorable mentions Sock and I'm not Sock sure. Okay, here's my honorable mentions. Yeah, yeah. Here's a good one out. Well, Arrested Development, like I mentioned. Yep. Um, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh my mention. goodness! How um, did I forget? Yeah. I literally use Fresh Prince me or uh, not memes gifts probably more than most other shows. I for- totally forgot. Go Somebody ahead. Somebody has Sorry. to. Um, the first four seasons of Community, Thirty Rock. I also put Friends and Seinfeld on there just because they're pillars. Yeah. Um, Scrubs, Veep, and then here's here's two more. Um, you mentioned the Andy Griffith show. Yeah. I mean, I told you I like TV. You mentioned the Andy Griffith show. Yep. Oh, also Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. Is that your number one? Classic. Okay. Um, <laughs> new number one. New number one. Um, growing up, I would watch the A Team and Chips. Oh dang! Yeah. All the time. So, and uh, that was it. So those were some of my honorable mentions. Um, what about you? Um, Any honorable mentions before we get to your elusive number one? Yeah, yeah. I love building up the tension to a number one that nobody, literally no one, is on the edge of their seat about. Um, but I, I mean, honest, honestly, I am. <laughs> Except for maybe Because you. you're going to say it, and I'm going to be like, oh, that should have been on my list. Or I'm going to be like, ah, oh, show sucks. <laughs> no, I don't think that my number one will make your list. But here are two honorable mentions that I was thinking about. So one of them, I haven't watched this show in 10 years. Um, but because I, I really did like it, even though it was crazy... And just made no sense. Pretty, like, it It was really good, and then it made no sense for the rest of the time that it was on the air. Uh, but it just holds a spot in my heart, is the show Lost. Ooh, yep. I'm there with you. Yeah, yeah. I, I uh, there, with two of my good high school friends, um, there is, there, like, in the season that it was going off the air, uh, it was... Mm-hmm. In its last season, we ended up having this impromptu competition of who could, who could binge, because none of us had watched it before, and it was in its last season, and it got recommended to like, I, I think one of my buddies, and he was like, "We all got to catch up." Apparently, it's great. We all thought it was awful this whole time. Let's try to <laughs> let's try to get there. And this is back when Hulu was free, and you just had to sit through ah. a million ads. Um. And uh, I, so we we ended up having this impromptu competition to see who could get through basically five and a half seasons. And um, the guy who placed third did it in 16 days. Uh, second place was 14 days. And I got first with 12. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive. 
Not a lot going on. No, 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 not a lot going on. I worked weird hours at that time in my life and had no social life, so I just watched so much Lost. Anyway, let's not get hung up there too long. Uh, My other one is one that I'm watching right now. Tanner, you and I have talked about the show. Uh, The show Alone. Yes. 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 Alone. If you haven't watched, if you haven't watched Alone, yeah, watch it, and you will feel very inferior as a human being. <laughs> it's worth it. It's definitely worth it. It absolutely. Unless is. you are very different than I am, and you can do more than twelve and a half push-ups, and you know how to use a Swiss Army knife, <laughs> yeah, uh, and a fishing pole. Right. right. Taylor, I'm on. I'm on the edge. Okay. What's your number one? I, without any further gilding of the lily, here we go. My number one is a Gilmore show. Gilmore Girls. Little, what? <laughs> is it Gilmore Girls? <laughs> Gilmore Girls. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Lizzie McGuire, actually. No. Um, but that did make, made, make me remember even Stevens just now, which maybe should be an honorable mention. Um, also, Boy Meets World. Also, Boy Meets World. Oh, my goodness. See? Yep. It's, it does require way more, way more study than we gave it. Uh, but my, my number one is a little show called Psych. Oh my gosh, how did I forget Psych? <laughs> um, I, I knew that was your favorite show. What? I you knew, knew that. You knew that? Yeah, I okay. think because I watched it. Of course I've watched it. I've watched it every year. Yeah. But yes, I know that's your favorite TV show. It is a fantastic show. Yeah. Highly underrated. I am so sorry. I mean, yeah, it's I regret everything. <laughs> I regret everything. So, this so is why the, we can't do this on the fly. What? This is why we can't do things on the fly. I know. I know. What? It, can't do it. We can't do. I. I remembered. I. I. I think since I said Lizzie McGuire, that just sparked this unreal like internal Rolodex of so many shows I've forgotten. Oh, um, but. Psych is the only show that I watched in real time from the time that it came on the air back in 2006 to when it went off in 2014. And um, I didn't catch up on it later with, you know, through binging Mm -hmm. and stuff and and catching up to it on a streaming service, watched in real time, like literally started high school with it, graduated high school, watched it into college and then watched it go off the air as a person in my early 20s. And so there's just a lot of life spent there. And I, I just, I, it's funny. It's, it's got murder mystery, if you're into that thing, you know. And it's got Dooley Hill, West Wing. He was on the West Wing. He definitely is. And I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan. Um, that brings up... A future conversation that I think we should have is Ooh. what, like, what TV, what television characters have shaped you in more ways than you would like to admit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, and I think that's like a right, like, yeah, I because I I can think of like five or six right yeah. now, and it's not, and people would be like, oh yeah, I can see that in him, I can see that in, him. and then maybe to turn it on the other side is like, what what shows do you wish that you would have watched? to be influenced by them so that you would turn out a little bit differently. Um, anyways, that's, uh, that's, that's for another time. Yeah. Taylor, I want to move us into a, 
another topic. Yeah, let's do uh, it. And something, a, a reoccurring part of every episode, uh, a new segment called What Have You Googled Recently? I'm excited about this And one. I think let's just go back and forth. Yep. Uh, just like we have. I'll let you start this time. Thank okay. you so much. And uh, I don't want to waste the, the, the listener's time, but I do. Uh, so just, what, okay, what's something that, what, we both have, we both have four things yep. uh, that we've Googled recently that we'd like to share. Yes. Uh, why don't you go first? Okay. So uh, this one, uh, my first one on what have I Googled recently, um, Weevil stuff, what's in the cup? Now, for, for any Weevil... I Googled this. I'm telling you all right now, you don't need to do it. <laughs> no, you don't no, need no, to no, do no, it. no, no. There's no reason anyone should do this. Don't Google it. It's, it's, like, it's like that island in... Uh, you've seen Pirates of the Caribbean, right? The first one? I've seen it. I've been on the ride, man. I've been on the ride. <laughs> yeah. I've been on the ride. I don't even need, don't even need to see them. Yeah. I've been on the ride at Disney World. Have you seen um, it? Have you seen it? I, so this is like that island in Pirates of the Caribbean. For those who, do, who like, no one can know what it is except for those who already know where it is. It's something like that. Anyway, that, that's evil stuff. Really, y- you probably shouldn't expose yourself to it if you don't already have, like, this kind of weird high school nostalgia attached to it. Because it's just going to mm-hmm. weird you way out and it's it's not going to be enjoyable it's it's very very weird British cartoon, often musical humor, and that's that's I, as yeah, best as I can. I googled sum it, up. it right when you when you told me about it. I looked at it, and you, you don't need to. So okay, so here's what I googled <laughs> today. Yep. And I think that this segment is supposed to be as revealing and as honest and um, <laughs> unfortunate as possible. Uh, this is more of like a confession time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with two right away. Uh, I googled how do you spell magnet, <laughs> and because when I say it, I'm like, okay, is there how many A's are there? Is it magnet? <laughs> yeah. And it's embarrassing. And then I also googled uh, is in between with or without the dash. Yeah. <laughs> i i spend hey. more time googling googling like how do you sp- and i i don't know if i'm just losing it i for sure i am yeah but like after i google it i'm like yeah you're so you're so dumb you should have known that you should have known that okay what else have you you googled recently i'll give you the in-between thing though because i don't think i would have known that either not that I'm- i went with the dash because i yeah. there was a lot there was it's the internet is mixed on this, and we really need to have a hard stance on does the dash go in between or not in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true, because I. Yeah. All right, you go. Mm, that's good. Yeah, uh, my second one is uh, what type of offense does Jeremy Pruitt run? Uh, Jeremy Pruitt, for those who don't know, is the head coach of the Tennessee Volunteers football team, and. For those who are just have football in your blood, are going to be just shaking their heads that I had to Google that question, um, but I did. So here, here we are. You know, I just I want to know. I'm stuff not shaking sometimes. my head at you. Uh, last night I was watching the vice presidential debate, 
and I, as I do during shows, I tend to Google things about people, and I just Googled, uh, does Kamala Harris have any children? Because I was curious. Yeah. Does she have children? And she does. Oh. She does. She has two children. Very yeah. nice. Yep. Very mm. interesting debate as well, but we are not going to get into that because we are not a political podcast. No, we're not. For that. I also Taylor. did not watch it. <laughs> um, uh, my third one is, uh, this one's going to need some context. Um, uh, just the phrase, pray your sons become rabbis. Uh, <laughs> Wait, did you, did you Google it with a question mark? Because you kind of said it like you were. I well, I guess every time you Google something, you're asking, right? It is an ask. It is an ask. Or it's a demand. It depends on, you know, your your temperament as a human being. That's true. Right? Yeah. Oh, like totally. When I Googled magnet, I was just, it was just my, I spelled magnet. And I'll be honest. I'm going to confess this right now to all of you. I spelled it right. I spelled it right. <laughs> nice. No need to clap. No Great need job, man. But I spelled, I, <laughs> have I ever told you about um, the spelling bee? in elementary school i don't think i have two very unfortunate memories of the spelling bee when i was in elementary school Uh, i think it was fourth grade yeah i was asked to spell kayak and i spelled it with a c (laughs) it's not correct kayak is spelled with a k and in third grade i was asked to spell doctor and in my mind i got very confused as is it o-r or is it ER? Mm. So I decided to just spell the abbreviation of DR and finish it as that. <laughs> and both times I lost, as you can imagine. Oh, man. And that was the first round. I was out <sighs> of the spelling bee in the first round both years. Yeah. Um, I don't. I have a couple of trophies. None of them are for any sort of academic <laughs> achievement, whether that was an elementary school spelling bee or not. Okay, pray your sons become rabbis. Yeah. What's the story behind that? Let's get into this. Uh, so pray your, pray your sons become rabbis. So um, our our youth pastor here at my church in uh, in the Des Moines area, High Point Church, um, was talking about how uh, the – and I've, I've, I've read up on this a little bit, uh, and I was trying to figure out this exact phrase, but basically – so. What he was talking about was was encouraging our students, talking about how the disciples uh, were all uneducated, and as as especially for mm. people for guys who were going around teaching uh, about early Christian doctrine, and then being able to outline how it related back into all this kind of like Old Testament Judaic belief system um they were astonished because these guys were uneducated and in that time everybody would go through all the all the men in uh in jewish culture would be put into essentially like rabbi like a rabbi training school everybody's kind of put in um it's a big hope of every jewish family that if they have a son or sons that at least one of them becomes a rabbi, um, and there there are kind of these different levels. And uh, basically, not to not to, <laughs> to belabor this point for too long, all the disciples failed out. Like every one of them flunked out of rabbinical school, and when that would happen, uh, 
the and I couldn't find the exact phrase, but basically, and this is what I've read, I was trying to find it word for word because I'd heard this before and I was curious, but basically, when your kid flunked out of rabbinical school, the priest or rabbi would go, uh, <laughs> um, oh no, now I'm going to forget it. Uh, oh, it, it's a terrible it time is, to forget was things. Shalom, uh, peace to you, be well, and pray your sons, your, pray, uh, pray your other children become rabbis. <laughs> Interesting. Or, and, and like to the, to the kid, they would say, Shalom, be well, and pray your children become rabbis <laughs> because you're, you're out of here, Bob. You missed, you missed the boat. That's fascinating. And I, I knew yeah. that, like, I knew that all of the disciples were failed rabbis. And I think, yeah, at least for me, and kind of in the circles that we've, you and I have grown up in, and yeah, we're kind of in in our in our mid twenties, and, and even still now, of like, um, around a lot of like biblical theologians, these scholars, these people who know a great amount about the Bible, but um, you and yeah. I, we are we're not we're not pastors, right? And uh, there, for me at least, it brings me comfort that even those who are closest to Jesus were not pastors. And that's not to say that, you know, the role of the pastor is diminished in any kind of way. Of course, I'm not saying that. But, right. like, that, that like, in some ways kind of consoles me as, like, you don't have to be a pastor to know the Lord or to walk this close with Jesus yes. or to hear the words follow me. Absolutely. And, um, and it also kind of talks a lot about, oh, I guess we're going into it. Here we are. Uh, but, like, just, like, vocation. Yeah. Right. And it's like, hey, follow me, and you can. You're, you, but you're still doing these other things with your lives, and it's okay if you're not a rabbi, or a pastor, or a preacher, or a speaker, or a teacher, or whatever it is. Yeah. You're still. There is still a place for you. There is still a seat for you at the table. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a super encouraging thing. I, I, I. It's a great reminder, and I try I try to think of that often. It's something I've said to people fairly often of, uh, you know, where it's like, hey, you know, it's not that we don't seek to know more or have a better handle on good biblical doctrine, um, but Paul taught very directly that knowledge, knowledge itself puffs up and... There is not a bit of of qualification that gets you into better standing with the Lord, or it gets you into you know place of he he specifically and Paul teaches this as well that he uses those that makes fools out of um, out of the wise or out of basically out of those who consider themselves to be wise according to human logic and and uh, it's. God, uh, God does amazing things through us because He's good, because of His character, because of His grace, and that's uh, mm-hmm. that's really encouraging. It is. Um, well, I don't know how to transition on from that. We've only been podcasting for about twenty something episodes, so I shouldn't know how to do that. Um, <laughs> but uh, if you would tell us the last thing that you've Googled. Yeah, uh, this what is a, you this is a bit, bit of a pivot from what we were just talking about. Uh, but uh, this one goes back to actually 
when my wife and I were on our honeymoon. This one sounds intense, but I'll I'll just unpack it briefly. Uh, I I what I googled was Red Lobster Battleground, which sounds like the most amazing TV show. <laughs> yep. If we're talking about concepts, I would watch it. The Red Lobster bottle, Battleground was the battle between Red Lobster and I'm assuming Chili's, um, <laughs> uh, of which they were fighting over the biscuits. And yeah. Red Lobster won the rights to the biscuits. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. And uh, that this is not what that's about. <laughs> what that's about. Oh, it's not. Uh, that's not what it is. And I actually that, had pictured... I didn't read that. What? That was okay. I must have. I must have made that up while I was in middle school, reading through battles. I mean, it sounds perfectly plausible, and I. That's something which, by that, the way, man, I have not had Red Lobster in years. But every time I'm in the grocery store and I see a mix for their biscuits, I think I should. I should. I should. Because basically, it was just like, oh, this is delicious, and it's covered in butter. Just like most of their food is just basically butter. Yeah. But who doesn't love good butter? Exactly. Anyways, okay. Yeah. Go so, ahead. Tell us about the Red Lobster Battleground. Red Lobster Battleground, which is not the battle between Red Lobster and Chili's for biscuits. It's not also, unfortunately, a ring or some type of arena where Red Lobsters just battle it out. Um, this was actually... Uh, Battleground is the name of the nearest decent-sized city that... Uh, my amazing wife, when Mindy and I, we had access to near where we were staying on our honeymoon in South Central Washington State. Um, and I was seeing where there was a Red Lobster near to Battleground, this city. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, we went to one. It was like our, it was the fanciest meal we had that week. And uh, I, I ate a lot of biscuits. Which <laughs> kind As you of totally sabotaged the idea of it being fancy. I, I, I ate an, a very unfancy amount of biscuits that evening. An unfancy amount of biscuits, which is the title of our upcoming album. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the last thing that I Googled uh, to close us out in this episode uh, is how many seasons... Uh, how many seasons are there of The West Wing? Yeah. Like I said earlier, man, I can't stop watching this show. Um, yeah. It, and here's here's the thing is it's it's and this is you've known me for for several years now. I've never been somebody who has really invested time, energy or effort into politics. Yeah. And I'm learning that maybe I should start to care more um, and to learn more about our government and all that. And I, I think later on, we're going to have a have a shorter episode uh, talking about uh, like post election and kind of talking through some of those things. Yeah. Um, but right now, like I'm just kind of learning like, okay, like there are like, I I'm being challenged on this view and on this view. And I see it from this person's stance and this, and the West wing is kind of helping me navigate all of that. Mm. And it's just like, it's different from, you know, it's different from the office. It's different from, um, even just like watching the news or sports, but yeah. I, like, and because it is somewhat made up, but also very much reality based, I'm like, well, what's going to happen next? So yeah. I don't know. I'm just I'm very invested in it, and uh, and kind of going back to our question earlier of well, the question I threw out for a future episode of like, you know, what television show would you have liked to have watched at a younger age? And there have been moments in the show where I'm like, I wish I would have seen this at twelve. Hmm. 
Like, would yeah. that would it what would that have done for the direction of my life? And I'll be honest, it probably wouldn't have done too much, <laughs> but it might have done a little bit more. So yeah. Anyways, man, um, dude, I really I like this Google recently topic. We got to do. keep doing this. Absolutely. All right. And I'm, how, I'm gonna, how many I'm gonna, seasons I'm gonna... of The West Wing are there? Seven. Uh, oh yeah. Sorry. I, maybe we should give the answer to the things that we googled. Um, anyways, everyone, there's seven seasons, but I don't know what happens, and yeah. I have been so guarded because I don't, I don't want to know. Oh yeah. Like I don't want to know. Like if somebody gets together with somebody else, if right. somebody passes away, mm. if somebody doesn't get reelected, I don't know. Mm. I want to figure it out slowly. And by slowly, I mean, I want to, I, hopefully by the next time we record, I'll be like, I watched all seven seasons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, Taylor, uh, this was fun. I think we're starting to get the hang of it slowly. Yeah. It's we're figuring coming, it out. It's coming together. Man. Hey, you know what? We're just happy to be here. Just happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of just happy to be here, I did order some just happy to be here shirts. Let's go. And so they won't be out yet. Yeah. But pause button. For the for those listening, keep an eye out because there is there is a good amount of new merch coming to the written to speak store. That's good. And I can't tell you about it yet. Actually I can. I've got koozies. Yeah. I've got stickers. stickers. I've got shirts. Mm. I've got new prints that I'm pretty excited about. Yes. Um and I'm also working on, and I don't know when this is going to be finished. I'm working on a 14-day devotional to go along with as you go. Nice. And I don't know what that looks like or how that's going to come together, but I'm kind of plugging away at it right now, and I hope to have it out soon, probably just in like a PDF form where, I, honestly, I just kind of want to give it away. But um, so anyways, I'm working on that, and uh, yeah. Anyways, Taylor. Nice. Uh, from yeah. your side of the table. Your mm-hmm. side of the microphone, all the way in Iowa, not Minnesota. You <laughs> yeah. have a new single coming out. I do. Yeah, uh, it's kind of wild. Uh, this is—it's been a long, and you know this—it's been a—it's been a long journey to this point. Uh, a lot of a lot of prayer, careful consideration, a lot of back and forth, um, and uh, and now I've got a yeah, got a single coming out getting prepared for an eventual EP release, but uh, my first single, uh, An Offering, is dropping on all streaming services on Friday, October 23rd. Yes, I can't wait. I can't wait for other people to hear it. Uh, Anyways, that'll do it for this episode of the Written to Speak podcast. Uh, We did not get to our question segment because we talked for a long time about a lot of things. (laughs) But if you have a question for us about art or... The West Wing or Psych, send us, uh, send it to us at uh, written to speak at gmail.com. Uh, or if you know us, just text us a question um, and let us know some of the things that you've been Googling too. That'd be fun. Uh, anyways, thanks for joining us for this episode. After the music, you might hear, actually, you will hear a brand new poem from yours truly. All right, Taylor, I'll talk to you later. Yeah. Much love, my friend. I will see you around. And back to you, my friend. <laughs> Back to you. All right. See ya. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to another episode of the Written to Speak podcast. Again, Taylor and I are still figuring this all out, so so thank you for listening to us as we learn to ride the bike of podcasting. Before I share my new poem with you, I'd like to remind you that you can still pick up a copy of my book, my latest book, As You Go, Words for the Unknown. It's been out for over a month now, and I am still, I'm still blown away um, by your care and your love and your support for this book and for my writing, so, so thank you. If you haven't gotten a copy, you can find it at writtentospeak.com or on Amazon. If you go to my website, though, uh, writtentospeak.com, you can use the, the special code podcast 20 to get 20% off your order. So whatever that is, if it's the book, if it's stickers, if it's poetry school, whatever it is, you get 20% off your order at checkout. Just type in the code podcast 20. And if you work at a church, a school, or an organization and would like to get the book, either of my books in bulk, well, send me an email written to speak at gmail.com and we'll get the details all, all worked out. As always, special thanks to my patrons for making this podcast possible. Not only do patrons help make this podcast and the mission of Written to Speak possible, but patrons, they also get exclusive content, unreleased poems, and monthly insights. So if you would like to support this podcast and the mission of Written to Speak, visit patreon.com slash written to speak or visit the Patreon tab on, on written to speak.com. And you can always say hello on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Just search for Written to Speak and you'll find me. And as always, if you have a question that you want, would like for Taylor or I, or both of us, yeah, most likely both of us, to answer, send that question to written to speak at gmail.com. It can be a fun question. It can be a bad question. Although some, some, someone one time told me that there's no such thing as a bad question, which I don't think is true. But I was told that one time, and maybe you were as well. Anyways, send your questions to written to speak at gmail.com, and we'll do our best to answer them. As promised, here is a new poem. Uh, It's titled, For a Moment. I hope you enjoy it. And with all that, hey, we'll talk to you all soon. Have a great day. And for a moment, nothing was holding me back or keeping me down. I forgot about it all. I was free. I was finally free. I forgot about death and disease. I forgot about what came between you and me. I forgot about the news on my screen, and I forgot about my past and future and all the failures and regrets in between, and I forgot about what I was worrying about moments before. For a moment, for a moment I was lost in what I can only imagine was grace or or peace or love or, or hope or, or all the above and then some. And maybe, or maybe we are closer to heaven than we think. We are closer to heaven than we think.